from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. And here we are. This is us. <laughs> this is you. We're all ready to do this thing again. Yeah. Um, and we start out with um, too. Offline conversation that went a little bit spicy that we're like, we should probably talk about this with everybody <laughs> so that um, everyone has an idea as to how the Sweeney thinks. Exactly. <clears throat> we're going to dial in our spice just a bit, though. You okay. Can't, you can't that, handle the spice. You can't handle the spice. <laughs> all right. So hopefully this is... All right. So I had talked to you earlier that one of... <laughs> as I've gotten older, and this is... Though that phrase has been coming up in a lot of things... I know I'm not old. I know in the scale of things, I'm not old. I'm, I'm struggling with age because all of my mentors and heroes and the people I grew up with are dying. Getting, so that's what's making me old. think I'm getting old. Is that I'm watching my, you know, my Clint Eastwood's freaking drop off, my Harrison Ford's just looking frail and old. It's like Han Solo's old as dirt. So I, I feel old. So I don't really believe I'm old when I say this, but when I as I age, I'm starting to realize that I'm I'm developing. Um, I'm developing opinions, mm-hmm. and I can't remember how I phrased it with you, that I don't believe can be swayed or changed by anybody. Yep. As you're older and you have an opinion about something, there's always there's always room for movement. It, <laughs> it can kind of get better, get worse, or you know, some conditions in life that might change or sway your opinion mm-hmm. as you get older. I'm the, I'm at that point now where I don't think I will be changed on some of these things, and I'm starting to recognize that I would have said I always have principles. But now these are my principles. And um, I think that's the nature of a principle is before I always thought of them as flexible over time. Mm -hmm. That as you gain more life experience, your principles might change. This should be for the better. Yep. Mine are getting for the worse. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, I'm starting to... I'm starting starting to be that get off my lawn guy that... um, so I, the one thing I'd said to you, and this will grow from the conversation because we got there's a tiny bit of ranting. I don't even know if has, this doesn't even have anything to do with lifestyle day. This has to do with this is what I'm struggling with, and maybe I'm not alone. Um, the only thing, the only thing worse than a lazy woman is a lazy man. You made me laugh so hard when you said that. <laughs> Which part? Because you said you. You came in from outside oh, yeah. and you, you, there was nothing but your face with this look on it. And you were just like, there's, there's only one thing worse than a lazier woman. <laughs> and I think the funniest part of it was that I had just got done making us food and you had just gotten done doing yard stuff. Not lazy. So. Not lazy. That's the, that's the point, right? That's our, right. our attractive characters aren't lazy. No. Um, but I see where people do the bare minimum. And mm-hmm. I don't know where it was because um, I had my fair share of not doing things right, is the way my dad would say, do it right or don't do it at all. And Amen. just, well, here's a hint. I never did it to the standard that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's where my baggage comes from. This, at this point in my life, it's like, if you're going to put your fingerprints on something, it better be the best you can produce. Right. It wasn't there when I was being taught those lessons. I was crappy at pretty much everything. I was... I always did half ass. And now it's like, don't bother touching it if it's not going to be great. 
you're making up for lost time. <laughs> I guess it's it's nerve wracking. It's not the place anyone healthy would want to be. <laughs> mental health. Um, but when I see people in life, when you have the opportunity to be great, and people back off to the point where they're average, mm-hmm. I don't get it. And then when you have average, and they back off to the point where they're lazy, I don't get it. I know you don't. I and I would say it's the military in me, but the military was how long ago? Freaking 20 years from the last time I was in. The first time I was in, it was 30 years ago. Right. Um, so have those, has, have, has that experience still put such a profound thought into my later, later, later years that now it's just snowballed? Is that where it originated from? Or is it everybody is so now mediocre? Mm-hmm. I think, in my personal opinion, is that we are now seeing where people feel like they can more talk or buy their way out of doing things. So they can half-ass something because they can either... I love this topic. I they can so either blame somebody else for why it wasn't... They didn't kind of go all in. Or they can be like, mm, well, I tried. Now I'm just going to go pay somebody to finish the job. So I think our... I think we live in a very different world and I'm, I'm sure every generation says it, that we just live in a, a different world that we did once upon a time. So is that, that's become acceptable? I think that it has been because... Or does this only happen in pockets like where we are, like outside of large metropolitan areas? Maybe rural America still has some effing principles to their names exactly. that are a little bit more steadfast. Uh, and maybe here in La La Land... It is La La Land. People with um, exceptionally high disposable income yes and uh, ridiculous expectations um feel they deserve things oh yeah just for the fact of being in the vicinity of it exactly and it's um it makes me think of you know me growing up we worked our rear ends off for so my parents were very funny um they compensated us for straight a report cards Mm -hmm. so we got money And their whole thing was that they wanted us to have good grades for ourselves so that we had more opportunity than what they had with. And that, I think that's a lot of parents. They, it's like, I didn't have everything that I wish I would have, or I didn't have the education I wish that, you know, I could have afforded. So they always want something a little bit better for their kids. That's what I'm guessing. Sure. And they come from that mindset that's like, well, if I couldn't have it, my kid's going to have it. Exactly. What if your kid doesn't want it? But two, this is the funny, the funny part. And, you know, we always say we get to talk to so many different people and there's some common themes coming up. And one of them is parenting and kids. So like I was saying, we got, we got paid to get straight A's. We wanted the money. So we worked our rear ends off as a kid. You don't really, I didn't like, oh, I'm going to make straight A's so I can get into an Ivy League school. And mine was like, I want that money because mm-hmm. I want to go out and buy myself a present. But now what you're finding now, so we had to work for our grades. If we got a B, a C, an F, whatever, I think it was an N back then, not even an F. My parents made us accept the grade that we got and then you move on from it. What I'm seeing now and what I'm hearing about a lot are parents not accepting their children's grades, not because they know that their kids didn't prepare, but because they know that they can head on over to a school right? and they can be like, you don't understand. My kid didn't deserve that grade. It's a, it's twisted. But that's what you earned. But it's what you earned. Kid. Exactly. 
the it's different different to hear than when we grew up absolutely my parents wouldn't have gone to the school and been like um yeah jen did not deserve that grade they know what grade i deserve because the grade i got <laughs> i always got bad grades so i never had that arguments <laughs> and there was really no hope of college when i was <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school, that was the last thing my parents were like, oh, he's either going to dig ditches or he's going to work on cars. So I, he's not going anywhere. Well, and you did work on cars for a little while. I did, and it was awesome. <laughs> um, but, okay, so we initially started out with um, principles mm-hmm. and how we're getting of the age where you just become, I'm becoming much more opinionated about our generation grew up this way. We still innovated mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the Generation X were the innovators. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't look at that generation, and I'm not talking about discipline differences and you know educational differences and how much better the schools are now. Generation X were the innovators. Yes. This generation doesn't innovate shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't tell me that the higher education matters. It doesn't. No. It's an ego stroke for the parents from Generation X mm-hmm. that they didn't have this, they didn't have that, so their kids are going to get beaten into a box, go to a big school so that the parent looks like a rock star. Absolutely. That's not how it's supposed to work. No. And now, when I was talking about principled, lazy man, lazy woman, mm-hmm. maybe people anymore, they are so used to getting by mm-hmm. and it being considered exceptional. Of course. You know, it's like, um, you know, nice job, Susie. You you finished the grade with, uh, you know, 3.49. Mm-hmm. You're honor roll. Mm-hmm. When I grew up, that shit was an honor roll. Right. That was like the rest of us knuckleheads because the honor roll was above 4.0. Right. And there was very few of them. Yes. So you want exceptional. There can only be a few at the top. You can't have hundreds of kids at the top. No, and you can't go in and try to use your words to change what that fact is. <clears throat> so that that happens at the gym. It oh, happens yeah. in the school. It happens in businesses. Yes. Where, where people, they don't like the outcome. And they believe that everything's negotiable. Yes. And what happens is people, will, they'll run you through the, so we run challenges yep. that were based on body fat loss. Mm-hmm. If you didn't hit the target. Yes. The target at the time was 6% body fat. You had yep. to lose 6% over the duration of our challenge. Yes. And it became so contentious mm-hmm. because people would go, well, I lost 5.2. Right. Yeah, dude. I, and I'm really sorry. It's not six. Yep. It's pretty close. Yep. No, I'm sorry. We can't do it. 5.6, 5.7. 5.8. Yes. 5.9. 5.9. It's not six. Yes. And they would pitch a fit. We've been run through the, you know, metaphorically run through <laughs> because we didn't round up for these people. Exactly. And, you know, we took a hit for it. Yes. And then now we have the school system that supports the same kind of mindset yep. where you're exceptional if you're a 3.5. Yes. You know, they lower the standard for exceptional to make more kids fit into that um, hierarchy or that category. Mm-hmm. And then I had a theory, so now we're, we're coming off track. There was, there was a news report by, I don't remember the, the outlet that did it, but it was talking about the idea that college is set up wrong, mm-hmm. that, that it doesn't do what it was originally promised to do. College in the 80s, first off, it was hard to get into. Um, it was very hard to qualify, very hard to pay for. And then the jobs, the white-collar jobs that required you know, higher degrees – I didn't know many kids in high school that went to college and finished. Now everyone goes to college. It's an expectation. Mm -hmm. Now, what if these standard tests and all the grading and all the honor roll BS and everything was meant to prime kids and parents to say, well, naturally you're going into college. Mm -hmm. 
because the whole thing is a debt system created to enslave that kid so that the schools can get rich. So <laughs> it's not really, what if your kid's not really exceptional? Right. What if you're being misguided and misled? It's like getting some piece of crap, you know, junk mail that says, you know, your car's worth $20,000. It's not. Right. It's a hook to get you to go in and spend more money. Of course it is. So if you are, your kid's in high school and they're like, wow, your kid's really remarkable. You should, you should put them into this program. We'll get them ready for college. They get into college where they're paying four times as much for textbooks as we used to. Mm -hmm. They're paying twice as much as tuition as they used to. And they're, they're coming out of college with $100,000 in debt, making a $30,000 job. In what world does that kind of math make sense? Yeah. So what if this entire game for parents is playing, you're feeding into the, the lie and you're fighting for it because you think it actually means something right. and it doesn't. Right. It's uh, My favorite thing with all of those is if you look back at some of the people who have gone on to be super successful, their education sometimes was not even through 12th grade. Hmm. Bill Gates got dropped out of college. But you look at it's... I bet you Bill Gates, if he got a D, I bet you his parents didn't call the school. You know? Probably not. Or, you know, whoever created a major diet system or something that, you know, stuck in and they and they fought, their parents probably didn't say like, well, it's not my kid's fault that they didn't lose the weight or that person that designed a system is like, it's everybody else's fault but my own that I kept failing. No doubt. I think if you can... I think with principles and stuff, where we're seeing some shift is, I, I've said it, the, world's, the world has changed. Mm -hmm. And I think that people always see that there is kind of a way out or a way to, to buy out of something. There's no ownership. Yep. You know, if, you are, if you're excessively overweight mm -hmm. and you now have developed preventable diseases, yes. I don't hear many people say it's my fault. No. It is everything else. It's the genetics. Mm -hmm. It's my her uh, hereditary. It's my spouse has cooked this food and it's my fault. Yep. It's my mom and dad's fault. They, you know, they, and I'm not saying these aren't real psychological things that can happen with Definitely. people, but it's not too often when somebody sits there and goes, this is a hundred percent on me. I dug this hole. I'm going to dig myself out. Mm -hmm. They don't do that. But I, it's like a, it's a funny it's a, a large funny percentage. Twist. I shouldn't. Right. I hate broad, uh, broad statements. Sorry. No, but like you mentioned it, uh, like the Gen X, I have never, and I mean that word never, blamed anybody else for the circumstances that I've ever been in. Ditto. Like it's not, that is not the way I raised. I can promise you my sisters didn't do it. It's not the way they were raised. It's like, you know, oh, life is so unfair because of X, Y, Z. It's like there are parts of it that were like, oh man, that sucks. You know, I wish it would have been different, but it's not like I'm in this situation because, you know, my my mom didn't give me, you know, an extra $5 back when I was 11. Like, <laughs> There's something to blame. Yes. And it's a... What was the... Uh, there was there was the academic scandal in, in uh, California, or maybe it's just Hollywood, mm -hmm. where they're all these big wigs, they got their kids, they bribed their way into the colleges. Right. So they're getting into the MITs and the Harvards, and their grades are crap. Mm -hmm. But they bought in. Right. And the downside is everyone, it's wrong, but let's not pretend that corruption hasn't always been there. No, they of got, course it has. They got caught. No, of course it has. But it was very likely the person whose kid got still less than stellar, mm -hmm. found out somebody bought their way in, pitched a, a fit, and then brought the whole thing down. Yes. 
because they felt their kid was more gifted than mm-hmm. the kid that bought their way in. Mm-hmm. You know, boohoo. Yes. You know, it's real. It's real sad in your life when you can't teach your kid the hierarchy of life. Yes. Got some news for you. There's people on top and there's people on the bottom, and your kid's gonna fall somewhere in the middle. Oh yeah. And You're not gonna be exceptional. No, and I. <laughs> we're harping on. We're harping on kids. Um, adults, but are the I same think thing. you can say adults are the same. And with us being in the fitness world, I mean, how many how many conversations has it been? I'm different. Now I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk into a room and I'm gonna bench press 400 pounds even though I've never done it and if I don't do it Brian it's your fault. Yep. You know we've experienced those things where it's like to put in the time and effort for every single thing that you do what you get what you get out of it is what you put in and that that should be the standard that everybody adopts. It should be if you are. You were talking about laziness. If you are lazy with your yard, I'm only saying it because you're doing it. Uh-huh. If you are lazy with your yard and your lor- yard looks like poopy, you can't say like, I think it's the, the runoff from the, like. There's always something. There is. My yard looks like crap because I don't take care of my yard. It, Period. But it, okay. there, there was a point when... Um, this uh, unless you get crabgrass, I don't know where that comes from. Was a monster. Um, <laughs> I'm a I'm a crab crabgrass farmer. <laughs> I'm great at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm the uh, this is the one thing I excel at. Mm-hmm. Um, the the characteristic that is built into the psyche where somebody owns responsibility, learns, mm-hmm. takes steps, and advances. Those mm-hmm. are the great people in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not the person that is that has anything on a scorecard. No. It's not the person that uh, has a big house. No. You know, the, it's the person that can take their hit, learn, and turn fast. Yes. Those are the people that you need to look out for because they're going to beat you in every turn of the world. Oh, yeah. Um, because you get hit, you blame, you get stuck in your little pool of, you know, doubt and boo-hoo. Yep. While the next person goes, well, that hurt getting smacked in the face. I'm going to step left and I'm going to run in this direction, and I'm going to keep going hard. You better believe it. And we pursue our business like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime there's a bump, we take a hit. We're probably bitter for a minute, and then it's like, watch this. I mean, there's never a time where we blame anything or anybody. No. And the only way – this gets into that mindset of extreme ownership. Mm -hmm. Um, The book Extreme Ownership talks about how to actually get into – taking responsibility for everything in your life and excelling and growing from it. Exactly. It's just a, I I think that, I think we're kind of different. I wouldn't say than everybody. I think, I know there are people just like us out there, but it's like the effort that we put in is what we expect that we'll get out of it even eventually. So we could work our, you know, 12, 14, 16, 18 hour days. And sometimes it produces something that we're like, dang, oh my gosh, we put in a lot of work and look what we got out of it. Yeah. Other times it's weeks of those kinds of hours till you see something, but we don't we don't say it's it's somebody's fault or it rained and I was in a bad mood or we're like, okay, we're we are missing something. Something shifted. We haven't figured out what that shift is on how we can get better and how we can advance forward. The 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 the, the unique advances that we have in life, they don't come as rolling progressive wins right life doesn't do that Mm -mm. you know if you apply yourself a little you get tons of reward that's not the way it works no it doesn't that's not how it works in your weight loss journey that's not how it works in athletic and sport development no that's not how it works in your in your job Mm -mm. but we've gotten into the mindset where 
I have a I have to push a boulder a hundred miles over the right. period of my life. I've got to get that thing one hundred miles. Mm-hmm. There's hills, there's little potholes and divots, and there's things along the way that's going to make it suck. Right. The only way I get that thing to the end of the hundred miles is that I have to keep pushing it. Exactly. Every once in a while is going to be a downhill grade, mm-hmm. and it's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is awesome. Yep. And at the bottom of that hill, it's going to start an uphill on the next one. Absolutely. And people they get to pushing it gets stuck in a pothole and they're like this sucks yeah where's the payoff what am i getting out of this well you, you just you just started you mm-hmm. know you're one mile into your 100 i quit yeah of course you do <laughs> <laughs> things got hard shocker and i think the other funny thing is is for people to look at other other people so if you use ex- the example you just said you know along that journey of of what did you call it? A boulder? A boulder. Of, push, of pushing the boulder. Push the rock. You know what? You might have a, some family or friends kind of help you along a little bit. You know, I'm going to help them. That's a perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. Along the way people help you. Along the way they do. But you also can't. So let's say eight join you and four have to go because they've got to deal with their own boulder. Yep. And then the other four go. You can't say, well, pfft. I'm not going to get as I'm not going to get anywhere now because I don't have them. It's like, but you you progressed where so far by yourself. You had some help that got you even further than yep. what you expected, and now you've got to carry on and move forward. You can't say those people abandoned me or it's their fault or you just have to say like, awesome. It's, I got- it's your boulder. It's your path. Yeah. It, well, here's another thought: is at times you're going to have people on the other side of that rock working against you. <laughs> yeah. Those are your haters. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like 5,000. Those, those are the ones that don't want you to succeed. Those are the ones that like you to be in the, in the pool of turd w- with them. And everyone's, you gotta, we got to wait a while, but sooner or later, even they get bored being haters and they disappear too. Exactly. Um, it makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Now we just have to change everybody. <laughs> well, we, we gravitate towards people that have the same similar, and it's not just a work ethic, it's a life ethic. Yes. And um, they pursue their life, their business, yep. their faith. They pursue it all the same. Yes. And you'll see those. Um, when you see someone that's got an unbalanced, so let's say you take your money, your faith, your relationships, your hobbies, every one of those, if you're pushing it with the same aggressive approach that you take life on, mm-hmm. you've got harmony and balance. When mm-hmm. you find out someone's got like a character flaw, mm-hmm. for only one of them's lit up and they ignore the rest. Right. The rest of them is where the excuses come in. You know, I'm real great at um, socializing and work. I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my fitness is out of whack. My education's not so great. My relationships aren't so great. For all those things that aren't so great, it's somebody else or something else's fault. Mm-hmm. But for these two things, I'm kick-ass. And, you know, I, I'll take ownership for things that I'm great at. But I'm going to deflect and disregard the ownership for the things that aren't my fault. And, and I'll blame the things that I'm good at. For the reason I'm bad at them. Well, I, I can't lose weight because uh, I'm busy. Right. I got a job. You know, I, I'm so busy. I can't take care of myself. Okay, so you're good at one thing. You're not good at the other. Mm-hmm. And then you've kind of taken a step back and said, I can sleep at night if I can kind of get myself to believe this little line. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to sleep at night and I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. You said maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not, the, I'm not built like that. And um, I'm, our role and what I try to do is that I try to inspire people to take that aggressive approach to life mm-hmm. and, and to fitness and to anything that's worth doing. It's worth doing mm-hmm. your best, 100%. If it's mowing your lawn, if it's taking care of your fitness, if it's your school, um, 
And there's only one person that's responsible if it doesn't pan out. And that's you. Exactly. There's no, there's only a first and a second because two comes after one. (laughs) Exactly. There can't be two first place. There can't. You'd have one. We were, when we were talking, (laughs) we were talking earlier and it was like, you you said, you know, the greatest thing. It was like, if somebody crosses a finish line at two minutes and somebody crosses a finish line at two minutes and point Point zero, whatever. Two. Exactly. Guess what, dude? That still means that the person that crossed the finish line was faster than you, which means they're in first place. It's the silver for you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck at second. I want want to talk about this. This isn't right. I'm going to write that on our whiteboard. It's silver for you. I tried just as hard as that person did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're better than you. Yes. And that's, that's life. Oh, yeah. When we talk about, here's another Sweeney, Sweeney example that you can take to the bank. Bullying in school. And mm-hmm. I, I don't mean the psychological stuff. I, that's, no. I think smartphones and the internet have taken that to a whole new level. Oh, it's... I was the recipient of bullying and I also dished it out. Yes. Nowhere near as much as I got, I think. <laughs> I was in a fight three times a week. Mm-hmm. All right. I was in a fight or running from a fight. <laughs> Almost every day. And... uh that establishes, did it damage me? I probably pursued fitness as a way to make sure that I didn't get beat up as often. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but did it damage me? No. I needed to learn lessons in life mm-hmm. to understand this is people, this is situation, mm-hmm. this is when you open your mouth about things, this yep. is when you shut your mouth about yes. things. And I was taught those lessons with a smack in the mouth. Uh, and a lot of times, literally, there's things I did that I never did twice because I got beat up for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But, um, and then you pass that beating on down to the next person that needs to learn that lesson. But nowadays, mm-hmm. I don't think kids fight. And I'm not saying they should. Of course, parents, I'm not at all suggesting your kids should be in a fight. No. But I'm telling you, that's the only way I understood the hierarchy of life is that I understand that there was, how do you determine your friends? How do you determine your worth, your grit, your value? Yes. How do you understand how to talk to people? Um, what's the word? Repercussion? Yes. Circumstances? Yes. I'm taught from all those things from the social interaction of kids that were bigger and smaller than me yes. when I did things that I should and shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Because mom and dad's discipline only goes so far. Yeah. And when we've taken away that natural ability to establish hierarchy, mm-hmm. you're left with a bunch of people walking around in bubbles all the time. They just bounce off each other. They bounce and make faces, and then when they've made those faces, it goes to the principal, the superintendent, lawyers, attorneys, the cops, and everything gets lit up now. Yes. And both kids are left learning no lessons. No, and it's not... There are stories that we've heard that the parents, you know, based on conversations with their kids, they've decided not to escalate it, that if they would have been escalated to, like, cops and everything, they should have been. We have we have heard some nasty stories, but then you hear stories stupid and i mean that word stories of your daughter told my daughter that she didn't like her hair and that parent gets involved in it let the kids beat each other up let them beat each other up. not really <laughs> but let the kids you know when when i grew up and i had i was never in a fight and i always say it's for two reasons number one everybody was and still is terrified of my older sister i mean she i didn't have an older sister oh or God. brother they're still one of my friends in high school said the greatest thing ever my older sister's julie and she said um 
He said, you don't squirt Jewel. We were having this water gun fight. It was awesome. And nobody would squirt my older sister. She's teeny. She's five foot, like two and a half. She'll say she's five, three. I mean, these people could have taken her down with a water gun. There wasn't anything she could do, but her look could, could kill you. Well, then I learned that look from her. So then when people would be like, you know, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, I'll meet you after school in the parking lot. And they never showed up. It's like the Gila monster. Exactly. But (laughs) I would have never gone home and told my mom that somebody told me they didn't like me anymore. You know, the sticks and stones, is that not something that's taught to kids anymore? I don't know. I think too, though, and this is a completely different topic. There are some kids that their parents are so oblivious to just how downright hateful they are saying some things that if I found out that my kids said, I would, I'd, I'd yeah, beat them. They'd, they'd be murdered. Exactly. Not really murdered. Well, so now we're looking at, because we're fixing all the world's problems now. We are. The type of adult that your person's going to become mm-hmm. is going to be shaped by their experiences when they're younger. Yep. And <clears throat> whether you're lazy or successful, mm-hmm. accomplished or if you have that get out of jail free card where it's just because if you argue it and you don't like the outcome that you get something out of it mm-hmm. that um that the f- the final answer isn't the final answer right I, maybe that's the big difference um there was no negotiating a bad grade when i grew up i mean if you, if i got a d or an f there was no way negotiating it out now mm-hmm. i think kids are allowed to keep taking tests till they get better grades mm-hmm. right there isn't it that's what i've heard if it, okay so here, yes. here's the rumor i don't know if it's 100 percent. might be mm-hmm. might be schools just native to here yep kid can fail then go back in and retake that test mm-hmm. the exact same test by the way not different answers not different right. um order keep taking it until you pass it exactly once you pass it, it's on record as your mm-hmm. best grade that's like putting quarters in a video game you just keep shooting for high score yes great yep. what the heck are you teaching your kid yep so fast forward 10 15 years now you have an adult with a with a mad amount of debt that believes well there is no failure i didn't have failure anywhere in my mm-hmm. life you know i'm I went through high school, exceptional, by the way, gifted elite. Mm -hmm. I went into college, probably shouldn't have been there, but because of the the phony elite program in high school, Mm -hmm. I got into a college that I shouldn't have been so that I spend more money. Mm -hmm. Now everyone's in debt up to their eyeballs. When you get out, you can't get a job. And of course, it's nobody's fault because now you don't know how to hustle. Right. And I don't mean hustle for grades. Everyone can hustle for grades. If you're book smart, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But hustle work smart, that is completely different. We had a kid that worked at our freaking gym that didn't know how to use a broom. Right. This was a, was he a junior or senior? Junior. Senior. <laughs> no, senior. He stared at that broom like it was somebody else's junk. Right. In his hand. And he's just like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so that's, that was a really bad example. <laughs> God, delete, delete, delete. I don't know what I want that. But it was that, he was looking at it like there was something in his hands that shouldn't have been there. Right. And had no clue how to work for himself, had no clue how to do labor. And this was a junior in high school right now. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say his parents do his laundry too? Yeah. But it's so, it's, it, it's, this isn't a, this isn't a podcast for like parents or whatever to be like, you know, we're sure condemning like you. It. Sure sounds like it now. But I think that it's, what's important to remember at is, you know, there is going to be a day where these kids growing up are taking over the world. They're going to reach the age where they're going to run for, you know, That's president. why I'm vocal. That's why I'm vocal. Exactly. About it. So I would I would say 
that whatever principles you were brought up with, if they were good ones and, you know, you, you grew up not lazy, you know, you, you were always striving for to be the best you could be, you know, in whatever you decide to be. If you grew up in a way that makes you very proud of the adult that you became, I, I would caution that it's like, look at the way your parents raised you. And if you became this awesome citizen and remarkable person, and now you're doing everything the opposite, you know, you're, you're going to bat for your kids when you shouldn't. Like you need Mm -hmm. to let them, let them earn their grades. You need to let them if, you know, two little girls are having a fight about, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, you know, don't, don't march your ass somewhere and and get involved in it. Let the kids figure out, do they really hate each other or are they upset because somebody had a shirt the other one wanted? There's always clicks. There are. And then it's like, you know, I think my parents telling getting rewarded for good grades was a good thing because it means that we really tried because we couldn't have understood that if we wanted to go on to college and you want a good job and stuff, you know, you, you have to get the grades to support that depending Mm -hmm. on if that's what you want. But it's like, whatever you grow up to be, if you're kind of proud of the person you've become and it's like, you take care of you and you're responsible for yourself, then wouldn't you want to instill that on this next generation? I, you know, don't, don't take it from them. No. And we're, we're very lucky that we've, you know, we are involved in some teens lives and stuff where I'm hoping that we can, we can provide some of what we've learned. It's, I think it's easier for us because we're not parents to humans. We have fur babies mm-hmm. that we can not get so caught up in what some parents get caught up in and just say to, you know, these kids don't, don't take that so seriously. And, you know, with your with your fitness, own it, enjoy it, and love it, and try your hardest, and you know don't don't worry about what the person next to you is squatting. Yeah, like it's like just just do you and and be a good person and keep your mouth shut when you should, and if you say something that you shouldn't have said, learn from it. Own it. Own it. Don't be like Mm-mm, somebody else said it. Just be like, no, it, actually, it's what I said. <clears throat> This was very ranty, and uh, we stepped into bounds that are going to be probably a little bit maybe considered outside of lifestyle, but um, we are trying to be more open about what's on our mind and what Mm -hmm. we're struggling with. Mm -hmm. And I do care because in 20, 25 years, the country will be run by the generation I'm watching grow up. Exactly. And not having kids doesn't mean that I don't have a right to be concerned about the nature and the work ethic and the the honor and integrity Mm -hmm. of a generation. Mm -hmm. And if... If there's something that you're going to do, if it and since we're fitness and health, if there's something you're going to do, there's only one way to go through it. Yep. And I, I guess I'll I'm going to attribute it to the military, and maybe this is where it came from. Anything worth doing is worth doing right. Mm-hmm. Anything worth a minute of your time is worth all of your time. Right. Otherwise, don't don't put a minute into it. Yep. If you don't want to be healthy, don't be healthy. Right. But don't play around. Right. We did a whole show on dabbling. You know, yep. don't don't do one foot in, one foot mm-hmm. out. If you're going to start a business and you're not ready to, to bleed and sweat for it, don't do it. Don't do it. You know, uh, don't light up, don't light up a, a school if you're not going to finish. Right. Don't start a job if you're not going to be 100%. Mm-hmm. If you're always looking about what's in it for me, mm-hmm. don't do it. You know, just own that you're a weasel. 
Mm-hmm. And go find things weasels do. Exactly, and and be content doing it. That's right, and but and let the contributions to society happen with the freaking players. Exactly, you know the the the, sh- the movers and the shakers. And I don't mean the rich people. No, I'm, no, no, no. Because neither of us grew up with resources <gasps> no, readily available to us, and it's I didn't. There was nothing that I was given because even even in the middle of my thirties, when the dot com bu- bubble broke, um. I lost my job. Mm-hmm. I had mounds of debt. I had to spend my entire 401k to survive. Yep. And when we started dating, which mm-hmm. just goes to show I must have had some swagger because <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> I had no money. You had nothing but swagger. I had nothing but bills. And uh, I had to start over again. Right. So not only did I come out of a bad relationship in my 20s, rock bottom, have to start over. Mm-hmm. Three or four years into that new life, the economy broke, yes. rock bottom, had to start over. And I was left with nothing mm-hmm. twice in my adult life. And then you build what you're willing to work for. Yeah. Knowing that 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 100-mile journey you've got over life to push that rock from start to finish, Mm -hmm. from birth to death, that that entire time that you get to work, how far you get your boulder is going to be the way you were raised, the people you hang around with, the people that influence you. That's another great conversation. If you're hanging around other turds, you need to shake them loose. Yes. Other people that... (laughs) Shake loose your turds. Shake the turds off. Other people that feed into your excuses... And that they allow you to be less than your potential, mm-hmm. get away from them. Yep. They are the worst thing doing for you and uh, they will hold you back. At the end of the life, let's put it this way, you get you have to push that boulder a hundred miles mm-hmm. and you also get only get sixty five years to do it. Yeah. If you get the boulder there before sixty five years, you get to enjoy what you built. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of those people that after sixty five years you've got that thing forty miles down the road, you're gonna have a real crappy end of your life. Mm-hmm. Because for every whatever reason you stopped, you complained. It wasn't fair. Mm-hmm. It was too hard. You know, blah, blah, blah. Everyone else is grinding while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that are going to be exceptional in life. Yes. And health and fitness, those are the only people that are exceptional in health and fitness. Yeah. Because while you're sleeping and making excuses and not buttoning down, mm-hmm. they're out there grinding it. And they're the same as you. Yes. I know. You just make different decisions. Yep. It's like the difference between taking ownership and not, the difference between being lazy or not, and the difference between standing on your principles and not. Oh, we, we circled back pretty good because it was getting real hairy. Then I was like, oh, we're going to lose some people. It's <laughs> 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 fine. It's fine. I don't like you anyway. No, I do. You crack me up. I do. Um, any action items? I mean, we gave a lot of good tips. And we took a lot of that from our friends and mentors and any, yes. you know, any Tony Robbins thing we've ever listened to and any, any audio book on... on uh, relationships yeah. and they all say the same thing about your circle of influence yep your parents you're part of their circle by the way so Definitely. you need to be a contributor to their life just because you bore that person doesn't mean you can't be responsible in holding them back your behaviors are teaching them bad behaviors yeah any other mm-hmm. action items or takeaways i think we're good i would it's just don't be lazy don't Pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to what distracts you. Don't get involved. Don't get in somebody else's sandbox if you shouldn't be there. That that includes... Worry about that, your own self. Worry about your own self. <laughs> worry about your own self. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end with a quote, and I'm not going to say where it comes from. It's one of my all-time favorites. Okay. Um, we'll let you guys, if you know what it is, comment. Okay. All right. So you ready? Uh-huh. You are not special. You're not a you're not a beautiful and unique snowflake. 
You're the same decaying organic matter as everything else, and we are all part of the same compost heap. We are the singing, dancing crap of the world. I know. Well, I know exactly I know where know it's from, it but it, I'm not going to say it. It is a... Don't... Yes. It's the, it's the, the best... The source is the best of this, of my generation. Yes. It's 100% the best thing. So good luck. Uh, if, you know, if you know what I'm talking about, you'll know what it means. But exactly. At the heart of it, you're not special. You're not beautiful and unique snowflake. We are all the same. Yes. And the, there's another quote that is, you are unique just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. All right, that guys. Has nothing to do with anything. It's that's, awesome. That's perfect. That's, a, that's an awesome way to do it. All right, guys. Thanks again for everything. Um, we love you. Thanks for still giving us a, an opportunity to, to talk. Um, yeah. We're really getting a kick out of it, and um, the feedback motivates us. So mm-hmm. we're going to keep going. Uh, please share. And yes. uh, the comments um, are awesome. If you put those in the right place, other people can see your comments. But the Yay. problem is now we're scattered all over the place because. Um, we're on the, the Google play, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on pod, we're on all different kinds of platforms and people mm-hmm. leave everything everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So the, um, leave your comments. We want to see them, but we're having a hard time keeping them all together. Yes. But we are grateful. Yes. Truly. And, truly. Um, subscribe. Thank y'all for tolerating us. Share. That's right. And thank you <laughs> for putting up for my crap with my crap. <laughs> Sweeney crap. Sweeney crap. Yes. I see. All right, guys. Love y'all. All right, y'all. Take care. Be true. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.